to the Deeper Dive Podcast's Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 199, and we begin with number 1499. By the sacred anointing of the sick and the prayer of the priests, the whole church commends those who are ill to the suffering and glorified Lord, that he may raise them up and save them. And indeed, she exhorts them to contribute to the good of the people of God by freely uniting themselves to the passion and death of Christ. Illness and sufferings have always been among the gravest problems confronted in human life. In illness, man experiences his powerlessness, his limitations, and his finitude. Every illness can make us glimpse death. Illness can lead to anguish, self-absorption, sometimes even despair and revolt against God. It can also make a person more mature, helping him discern in his life what is not essential so that he can turn towards that which is. Very often, illness provokes a search for God and a return to him. The man of the Old Testament lives his sickness in the presence of God. It is before God that he laments his illness, and it is of God, master of life and death, that he implores healing. Illness becomes a way to conversion. God's forgiveness initiates the healing. It is the experience of Israel that illness is mysteriously linked to sin and evil, and that faithfulness to God, according to his law, restores life. For I am the Lord, your healer. The prophet intuits that suffering can also have a redemptive meaning for the sins of others. Finally, Isaiah announces that God will usher in a time for Zion when he will pardon every offense and heal every illness. Christ's compassion toward the sick and his many healings of every kind of infirmity are a resplendent sign that God has visited his people and that the kingdom of God is close at hand. Jesus has the power not only to heal, but also to forgive sins. He has come to heal the whole man, soul, and body. He is the physician the sick have need of. His compassion toward all who suffer goes so far that he identifies himself with them. I was sick and you visited me. His preferential love for the sick has not ceased through the centuries to draw the very special attention of Christians toward all those who suffer in body and soul. It is the source of tireless efforts to comfort them. Often Jesus asks the sick to believe. He makes use of signs to heal, spittle and the laying on of hands, mud and washing. The sick tried to touch him, for power came forth from him and healed them all. And so in the sacraments, Christ continues to touch us in order to heal us. Moved by so much suffering, Christ not only allows himself to be touched by the sick, but he makes their miseries his own. He took our infirmities and bore our diseases. He did not heal all the sick. His healings were signs of the coming of the kingdom of God. They announced a more radical healing, the victory over sin and death through his Passover. On the cross, Christ took upon himself the whole weight of evil and took away the sin of the world, of which illness is only a consequence. By his passion and death on the cross, Christ has given a new meaning to suffering. It can henceforth configure us to him and unite us with his redemptive passion. Father Larry. Yes, so uh, here we uh, enter into the uh, second uh, sacrament of healing, which is the anointing of the sick. And uh, uh, basically, the, these first these first paragraphs uh, speaks about the reality of sickness and uh, in, in the effect that it can have on a person, and uh, and then why uh, is sort of like the introduction of why Jesus would give us this 
anointing of the sick, this sacrament of healing. And the point first it makes it makes is that you know illness is illness and suffering are just a, a part of human life, and uh, it's where we experience very much uh, our powerlessness and limitations. And um, and also it's it, it's also a reminder of our death, you know, that we are finite, that we are not uh, immortal. And um, and I think that the point it can make is that. And, and that it makes in the catechism is that we need special graces in these moments because um, illness and suffering uh, can lead to um, self-absorption and even despair and revolt against God. And I've, I've seen this some, sometimes with people that they just kind of, you know, can give up on life or become suicidal when they have chronic pain uh, or suffering, or they find out that they're dying and they're going to, they're confronted with, you know, uh, suffering that is not necessarily um, going to end uh, sometimes, and um, but and on the flip on the flip side too, the reality is is that um, as the catechism says, is that very often illness and, and suffering can uh, provoke uh, a search for God and have a person return to Him. And I've seen this many times as a priest is that a person finds out that they've got terminal cancer or. They have a bad visit to the hospital where they get bad news about their physical health. or um, And some, the first phone call after that is, hey, Father, can you have a, a moment to talk? You know, I've, I've been away from the church for many years. And, and they end up, you know, kind of, you know, living the next couple years, you know, very much embracing Jesus Christ and, and receiving his mercy and love to prepare for death. So, and uh and I think too, we, we see here that they call Christ the physician, and uh, that Christ has this—he says this compassion toward the sick. And uh, you know, maybe G- Jesus came, you know, to to destroy the power of Satan, uh, you know, and also sickness and 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 uh, and death. And um, so he, he comes basically to to help us in our in our sickness. And and it goes on to say in the in the gospel or in the Catechism in fifteen oh four is that he asked the sick to believe. And I think, too, is we need faith in that time. Uh, you know, we need faith during this time, during sickness, and the sacrament helps us in these times. And it, it, it um, goes to this particular gospel where Jesus, you know, heals the blind man, and he, he uses, um, or the deaf and mute man, right, where he, uh, in the gospel, which was, a, which was, in the, it was in the Mass several weeks ago, where he takes, you know, takes spit and he lays hands on him and he touches touches him. And we're going to get into that later. That we're gonna, the physical sign of the anointing of the sick will be the, you know, the laying on of hands over the person and also the, you know, anointing certain parts of the body, asking God to heal this person and give them grace. And uh, you know, last thing is this: is that once once again is that uh, all healing and all sacraments, you know, are you know. Because because of Jesus' death and resurrection, and it goes on to say that um, that illness and and also suffering uh, unites us with the redemptive passion of Christ. And we'll see in the in the in the next couple classes how the anointing sick unites the suffering of that person to Jesus Christ.